Welcome to Love Always Wins. My name is David Hazen, and uh, I'm here to share with you a journey to connection and belonging. Mm. And last week, I told you about my denial of my addiction to chemical dependency. Mm. And this week, I have a guest to talk about conflict resolution. Her name is Marie Murta. And I'm going to ask her to introduce herself. So I'm Marie Murtaugh. Um, I live outside of Dallas-Fort Worth in Texas. I hold the position of COO for an organization called the Collective Edge. In my work at the Collective Edge, it is from my own experience of living in a fairly contracted perception of reality and having experienced concepts, things, experiences that opened up my reality, then how do I help bring that to a larger, broader audience? My life had like reached a total pinnacle of chaos. And um, I felt everything around me was sort of falling apart and I seemed to be at the center of all of it. And why, what was that? What is this life thing? Why is it I don't get it? Was there a particular source or a particular uh, thread that was the key for you? I would say the big, the biggest first one anyways was integral and spiral dynamics, which is the modern day philosophy. I want to share with our listeners this uh, quote from one of the experts in the martial arts from like the 5th century B.C., his name was Sun Tzu. Mm -hmm. And he said, to win 100 victories in 100 battles is not the highest skill. Mm -hmm. To subdue the enemy without fighting mm -hmm. is the highest skill. Mm -hmm. And that's a very intriguing statement. It may be surprising to a lot of people who are in the win-lose kind of mm -hmm. thought paradigm. Mm -hmm. So... Share with me your thoughts about this and what it means to win. As a species, the sense of belonging and being in community with each other is the way that we survive. We become ourselves amongst each other. So in a finite game, if that we're actually able to play all the way out, well, that's not a win. It's self-defeating. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when I think about the finite and the win-win, it's not just for you and I, but it's for all of life. To me, conflict is entropy. It's blocked information. There's some piece of information that wants to be seen or wants to be heard. And when that seeing and that hearing can happen, then the conflict can be resolved. But when we can't see and when we can't hear each other, Conflict persists, right? Mm -hmm. you agree with that? Yeah, it reminds me of this other thing that Sun Tzu said, which was that our enemies are more valuable to us alive than dead. Right, that's right. And it, and it, what it, I think what he's implying is what you just said, is that our enemies contain information. That's right. 
and we would be better off learning what they know. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And we seem to uh, thrive on the fact that we have enemies or that we've created these enemies, whether they're mm -hmm. really enemies or not. Mm -hmm. um, how does the current state of conflict resolution mm -hmm. skills break through that? What's what's the the mm -hmm. pathway? Um, the hope for me anyways is it's in evidenced in the work that I do because I I get to experience anyways people having a radical shift in a worldview and um, we are all right impacting we all have impact on this world and for um to, to shift someone's way of navigating or worldview or something to that effect in a way that wakes them up to these bigger possibilities or a different, focusing on a different sort of set of what is important. It's a relief anyways that you see wash over them. So are we going through a spiritual revolution, transformation? As a species? You know, what's interesting is that I think that we are, and we probably always have been, and I think that crises, chaos, conflict actually has the capacity to spring us forward in those things. Mm -hmm. I think pandemic started, for example, something I, that I got to observe that happened with the pandemic. There seemed to be anyways. Yeah, I reflect that there was a big widespread feeling of despair uh desperation uh, mm -hmm. yeah uh, yeah and well also a, a big sense of grief and loss yeah right that there was there's no going back right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and 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 lots of control you know mm, like yeah like, like we're being pushed off the edge of a cliff Mm -hmm. And we sure as heck better find out what our ring, what our wings are, and how big they are, and mm -hmm. how well do they catch mm -hmm. the air? This, this this thinking that you have control, anyways, that is an illusion, anyways, that leads to these places of entropy and of conflict and of crises that, like I experienced in my own life, right? that caused me to say, okay, wait a second, what is actually going on here? Um, there's a saying um, that a lot of people like to say that there's no breakthrough without breakdown. The thing that occurs to me most in need of breakdown is our resistance to grief, which oh, yeah. for me is a resistance to feelings, to fully experiencing Mm -hmm. our feelings because what we observe in small children is that when they fully experience their feelings mm -hmm. they disappear mm -hmm. you know yeah, right. they fall down they cry they get back up and they mm -hmm. resume playing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and adults seem to have lost that ability 
is it possible that we have a judgment on grief that we just perceive it as bad? And perhaps that's why. As a weakness. Allergic to it. Yeah. Grief. Yeah. Keeps coming up in conversations and thoughts about how important it is for that to be part of ending conflict. Mm. Hmm. Why do you think so? When we grieve, we get more in touch with the truth about what is actually being lost. Mm-hmm. 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 Rather than a made-up story about who, what, or why caused the loss. Mm-hmm. In other words, blame is no longer nice. part of the picture. Right, nice. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're just going to grieve, well, our own unmet needs. Right. Like change is the only thing that's always happening. Well, yeah. And it's our resistance to change that makes it painful. Yeah. This is surrendering, obviously, comes into it, right? And courage is necessary to step into the next moment or to just, or surrender. Cause actually, I don't even know if you need courage when you surrender, do you? You just go. Well, you're surrendering to the unknown. I mean, one of the things that really terrifies us is to have some physical symptom that's not diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of our thinking will go to, do I have cancer? Am I going to die? You know, how much longer do I have to live? Yeah, right. And and the reality, the reality is we only have today to live. Yeah, exactly, David. Um, there's no guarantee you'll be here tomorrow. Um, we know that. And if you had a button to push... Mm. To order delivered to your front door, what would it be? What's your what's your fondest uh, desire? Oh, now that's if it could be packaged, you know, uh-huh. or even yeah. if it couldn't be packaged. You know what? I think it would be for the human race to stop doing so much we become human doings yeah instead of human beings yeah yeah mm-hmm. ask more questions read fewer minds that's another slogan that comes to that's mind. right yeah that's right yeah beautiful thank you thank you so much my pleasure next week i want to share with you some thoughts about the chronic need for antidepressants in our human society until then as a reminder to both you and me let's pay attention to our breathing and keep it gentle yeah I love you.